500th episode of the worst little podcast in the world. I am your host, the Reverend Rory Down, and I am here with all of my co-hosts. We got Nick, we've got Chewy, we got Kim, Anna, Ian, and Darkwater Dick. We got three bands, two bands, and a DJ. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Hi there. How y'all doing tonight? I don't ever get to ask that to anybody except these six assholes. <laughs> we are very excited to be here tonight. We're really excited to have a full room like this. You're a beautiful audience. And we hope you know we have a merch table full of shit you should buy. Right, Kim? Yes. Kim really wants me to push the, the merch. So buy t-shirts, buy buttons, buy stickers. It's awesome. Oh, wait, no, the buttons are still at Rick's house. If I you forgot want the button, buttons. You gotta be on the show. How for that. many people in this so room sorry. know where Rick lives? Yeah. <laughs> how many of you been on the show? Yeah. <laughs> right on. How many of you are Patreon members? Yeah. We love you. You rule. Those are the best people in the room. <laughs> they paid for his business license. Yeah. <laughs> business. <laughs> oh, this is really exciting. So, man, we're just going to launch into the regular show as we do. We're not going to ask each other what happened this week, because you know what happened this week? We got ready for the show tonight, and now we're all here. So what we're going to do is just get to the quiz. We need three members of the audience to volunteer to hands. come up on stage. We One, need three volunteers. And if you have not been three. on the show, you, you'll probably be more likely to get picked. Fella in the back with the ball. Yeah. Ryan? Raised your hand. Have you been on the show? Yeah. All right, Ryan, Perfect. get up here. All right, I know you. You're in the front. Guy in the back. Who else raised your hand? What? Oh, you're hiding now. Oh. We need two Where'd more people go? to do this quiz. Two more random members from the audience. You, sir, I don't know you. Would you like to be a part of a quiz? Do it, do it, do it, do it. What's here. your name, sir? What's your name? Everybody, give a warm round of applause for Smitty. Smitty! Everybody be completely silent for Ryan. Oh, he's in Reno bands. He's used to silence when he's on stage. Um, and we need a third person, a third person. I can't see anything. Uh, All I can see is people who have been on the show. Fuck. Oh, I see. Okay, whoever's waving. Right there. Yeah, you there. Yes, come on up here. Oh, no. Head over this way. Yeah, around the side and in the back. We always like it when you come in the back. Around the side, in the back. (laughs) Hey, you guys, let's give it up for DJ Stacks of Wax tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, You, sir, with the orange hat, what's your name, my friend? Charles, everybody, warm round of applause for Charles. All right, Charles and Ryan and Smitty, this is the worst little quiz in the world, in which I'm gonna ask you a series of questions that you may or may not want to actually answer in public. Are you ready to play? Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. Sure, I think so. All right, this is gonna be great. Uh, the first question will be mine, as it usually is. Um, Charles, upon your death, where would you haunt? Where would I haunt? Yeah. 
Everybody always asks the question a second time before they answer. <laughs> it's really an off-putting question, but it's great. I would haunt a huge apartment complex because I feel like there's always got to be something good on TV. If you just go to enough apartments, you can entertain yourself forever. You, you binge bad. whatever you wanted, yeah. Uh, Smitty, same question to you, sir. I would haunt my boss's house. <laughs> oh. oh, a little revenge haunt? Huh? Revenge haunt? Hell yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah! And Ryan. I'd haunt my mom's car to make sure that she's not fucking off. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> So tell me, do you have a psychologist? Uh, <laughs> Ryan, Oedipus, uh, no way. Okay, uh, next question. Uh, Kim, we're going to run to you here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you're trapped on a desert island. Who do you eat first? Your lover, your brother, or your mother? Cannibalism. Oh, I don't know if I should maintain the, the, the lore or not. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm technically a single child, so I guess my mom. <laughs> Stay in with your mom. You All right, Smitty. Uh, I'd eat my brother because he's really overweight, so I'd be good some good meat. Nice. Nice and tender. Always go for the marbling. All right. Uh, does it count as not answering if I say my lover? Because I don't have one. Uh. <laughs> So you'd be eating your right hand? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd be down for that. All right, all right. Solid answers. All right. uh, And for our third and final question in this truncated version of the worst little kids in the world, I'd like to bring up the silentest host, Chewy. Hey, good evening. All right. So in your opinion, what is the sketchiest convenience store in the Reno Sparks area? All right, go ahead. First off, Chewy, you're not at all what I thought you'd look like. (laughs) (laughs) But to answer your question, sir. Satisfactory. Uh, uh, Not, so there's the 7-Eleven not on Wells and Grove, but the one in the middle of Grove. I feel like I feel like no one no I, I listen the to the whole pod- crowd nods yeah. no I listened to the podcast for a good straight two years and you guys asked this question a lot and I feel like that was highly neglected because no one goes down Grove Street. Yeah, it's avoided. No one goes down there. No, it's it's fucked. It's, it's fucked. that sketchy. I feel like it's locked up half the time. Any seven eleven, any of them. Yeah. Alright. Uh, I feel like I went to one of the sketchiest places in town a week ago, actually. I didn't see the sign, though, because I kept my eyes down the entire time I was there. <laughs> and I was really desperate. I didn't know what part of town I was. I think it's on Kitski. Kitski. What, what, what was the closest intersection? Kitski and 1st or Kitski <laughs> and, like, 7th? Kit, uh, pro- oh, Kitski's a long street. Kitski's I'm making that street. shit up. None of those roads cross. <laughs> But it was there, and uh, uh, like I said, I was desperate. It was sketchy. <laughs> We're well, not going to do one more. Well, if it was sketchy enough that you kept your eyes down, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, well, do we have time for one more? One more, one more. Anna, did you want to ask one? All right, I'll ask it. Uh, no. Yes. Okay. No, I'm not even saving it for a tie. We're just going to do it now. So, Rick, do you want to ask it? 
I would love to. All right, you ask it. Uh, Smitty, uh, no, uh, um, uh, Smitty, Smitty, you first. Oh, well, I have to ask the question first. Oh, yeah, no, this is confusing, just like every good quiz should be. I apologize for this in advance. We only have two minutes. Would you rather, would you rather have a person of your choosing shit in your mouth or punch out a two-year-old? Uh, I'd, I'd punch the fuck out of that kid. <laughs> uh, Charles? Uh, who wrote this question? Are you going to answer it? I'll That's take been shit. covered on a previous podcast. <laughs> right, I, I chose Charles Lawton to shit in my mouth. He's been dead for like 40 years, but in a perfect world. What was his name? Charles Lawton. He's a movie, uh, he's an actor Charles from Lawton. the 40s. The, the actor, black and white actor. Sorry. I thought you meant me for a second. <laughs> Talk to me after the show. Well, you know, I guess I'll go for the, the shitting then if you're down for yeah. it. I think we just made a love connection. Oh. It's a magic person that chooses the shit. Okay. And uh, Ryan, me, Ryan, um, I punched the shit out of that two-year-old because I am not a poop guy. <laughs> so between Smitty and Ryan, how many two-year-olds would you punch? As Ryan, as many as it took. <laughs> um, I'd punch the first one, see how I felt about it, and then maybe... <laughs> all right. No, there you go. There you go. All right. Um, okay, so that was all the questions. Now, who won? All right, let me tabulate. tabulate this up. <laughs> Smitty! Yeah. Smitty's our big winner! Yeah. Um, all three of you should go to the prize booth. Uh, you go ahead and follow Ian. He'll take you over to the prize booth, and you'll collect your prizes. All three of you get prizes. But, Smitty, you get the big pies prize pack. Pies prack? P the, prize the prize pack. pack. Woo! Yeah, go get a pie rack back there. <laughs> Hail Pie? Let's hear it for our uh, guests on the podcast. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you Thank for you, being Ryan. part of Thank this you, fiasco. Thank you, Charles. Um, well, that's about our time for the opening. So, wouldn't it be great if we had a band? I'd like to introduce, can I introduce the band? That's kind of my like forte here. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, do you want to introduce, you like them a lot, no, though. No, you, you, okay, I love you them do. so much. I like you being on the stage with me, though. This is my hetero homo life mate, Dogwater Dick. I've been in love with this man since 1999 when he smoked pot in front of me with a broken arm and I thought he was a Nazi. And I, I had quit smoking pot for that whole year. <laughs> and then he got me high as fuck and put his hand on the back of my head for a gravity bong that was between his legs. <laughs> It was a real gravity bong. That's not code. No, that's not code. It was actually a, it was named Britta, all, uh, owned by the other member of the show who's not here, Lord Strice, our oh, webmaster. We love you, Lord Strice. Thank you for not being here once again. Um, but at any rate, uh, coming up next, coming up next, is one of our favorite bands in Reno. They are vital. They are important, and you better make some noise for heterophobia! Hello everyone. Thanks for coming out to the 500th episode of the Worst Little Podcast. We are heterophobic. We have some songs for you. 
Tonight, and I cropped mine just a little more toppy than everyone else. Just to assert my dominance amongst these fine individuals. Oh, I'm dominating you, Jace. See this? I'm kind of into it, so it's all right. In due time. This song is called Utopia. Utopia falls, I won't have to pay rent 
copies of our uh, most recent release back there. Are we out of those? We have Deathless. We have Deathless back there. Are we out of t-shirts? We have t-shirts. We have t-shirts. They are at the merch booth. We don't have a sound guy at the, or I mean a, a merch guy at the merch booth currently. When I'm done here, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to sell you a fucking t-shirt. Yes. After this, we will have someone there. For we have sure. all sizes. Uh, speaking of Deathless, uh, that's the next song we're playing, The Eponymous.
give it up for Kim, Chewy, Rory, Dick, Nick, and everyone else associated with the Worst Little Podcast. Because those guys uh, give us all something to listen to for a small chunk out of our day every week. And uh, I, for one, am a fan of it. And I'm going to implore you all to sign up for there. And this is something I've had such a hard time pronouncing up until this very point, especially when we've been on this podcast. Uh, sign up for their Patreon. That's how that word is pronounced. Patreon. Not Patreon. Not Patreon. Patreon. What were you saying before? I used both Patreon and Patreon. Oh my god. It's not a Pokemon bread. It could be. That, that would be a good poke. Betrayon. Go, Betrayon! We're gonna take it back to 2016 on this one.
They're getting better. Oh, I am feeling I'm feeling hot. more dexterity every song. Yes, just little by little. Oh, yes. Don't forget to stay hydrated, everyone. Okay. Ready for another rock and roll song, Brad? Hell yeah, I love rock and roll. I love rock and roll. little podcast and I've already chipped a couple of them playing this bass tonight yeah that one right there it's half gone <laughs> we don't play that song anymore we yeah, wrote that song yeah how dare you we wrote that song back when we were like down here as musicians and we're like up here now so it's just it's kind of like above it's below our pay grade really no we don't play that song anymore 
Bray, don't you contribute to this. Yeah, I see you. I know what you're doing. You're gonna have to wait. Be a little patient, okay? All right. Bray, goddammit. Normally you have to subscribe to our OnlyFans for this kind of stuff, but... And I really did think that that crop top was gonna be airy enough for me to make it up here. But stage lights are hot and I was getting too sweaty. Alright, can I play or are you gonna get more naked? Uh, let's play and then take it from that. Okay, okay. We'll feel it out. It's a case-by-case -case basis, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright.
No, you. I love you too. I'm gonna give you a big old smooch on the lips when you're done up here. All right now. For the moment's right. Podcasting from the green room at Cyprus. It's Nick again, and I have the lead singer for Heterophobia, Jace Godby, with me. Is that right, Godby? Godby, yes. Hey, Jace. Um, I just want to say thank you for being on our 500th episode. Absolutely, thank um, you for having us. And all the other episodes you were on, and with what, two other times did you guys come on? I believe, yeah, yeah, it was two times before this. Cool, so this is your third time. Um, and uh, I just, well, how do you feel about playing with Elephant Rifle, and um, what can we expect tonight? Well, I mean, we're playing with, like, local legends, so that I feel floored that we get to play with Elephant Rifle. Um, you're going to expect some crop tops, some queer hijinks, and, uh, you know. Nice. Yeah. Love the normal it. stuff from us, I suppose. Uh, any new material tonight? Um, we're going to be playing a bit of our new record that we are still painstakingly working on. Oh, that's with Tone Mark Records, right? Yes, sir. Tone yes. Mark Records. So, Friends yeah. Of the show. Yes, Tony and Mark. Maybe you put in a good word for one of my bands. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I will get the meeting set up. <laughs> um, uh, shit. I don't... What's going on? Like, uh, what, what do you guys have planned for 2023? Well, we are going to... Berkeley, we're gonna go hang out at 924 Gilman for Valentine's Gay. Yes. February 10th with our friends Middle Aged Queers and some other bands that we have yet to play with or meet. Um, we got to play with Middle Aged Queers a couple months ago and they were phenomenal and invited us to go hang out. They they book for Gilman, so we get to go nice. hang out with our buds. And that's the first time you play Gilman? Yes, sir. First time nice. heterophobia is going to the bay at all, I think. Epic. Yeah. Well, a lot of Reno bands are, are, are showing up in uh, really cool spots all over the country, but especially the uh, in California there. Yeah. I think uh, but Boss's Daughter just played Gilman in there. Oh, my God. And they're doing crazy shit. Didn't they just get signed to a new label? Yeah, they and... just got signed. You got signed. Elephant Rifle got yep. signed. This yep. sounds uh, blowing up. Uh, for you guys uh, at home, you can hear uh, a JT DJ Stacks of Wax in the background playing some... James, that's the fucking James on the dude. Yeah. We gotta go dance, Jace. All right, we'll say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, everyone. Are you ready? I was born ready, baby. Okie doke. Let's do the thing.
we got Elephant Rifle up after this. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever heard of or seen Elephant Rifle before, but I am very, very stoked to see them play. Just like any other time I've gone to see them play, because it's just as great as the first time with them. It's like that song Like a Virgin by Madonna. I love you too. What up? Love you all. I think you're pretty cool, Brad. Thanks, baby. Uh, this next song is for Bray. Okay. All right, Brad, don't give anyone a concussion, all right? That comes out of your paycheck. All right.
What nipple? I looked away for two seconds. What happened? Is that the new thing? Is that our new chant? One nipple. One
We have two more for you. Thanks again for coming out tonight.
This is a cover. Hopefully covers are kosher with the worst little podcast people. If not, I'm sure they'll figure it out. We can do lots of bleeps and, you know, there's censorship.
thank you. Thanks again to Works Little Podcast. Alpha Rivals up in a little bit. Have a good night. Podcasting live from the Cypress in Midtown Reno. Uh, this is Nick Ramirez of the Worst Little Podcast, and I'm here with DJ Stacks of Wax, also known as Jamal Tarkington from Kaiser Soze and what, the Mud Sharks? Who cares? A whole Dark bunch corners, of bands. Yeah. Thermite Sound System. How you doing, Nick? Doing good, man. I'm yeah. excited to do this show and. Uh, um, I'm so glad that, you know, we tried to get Kaiser Soze to play it. We were like, we were shooting for the stars. For um, sure. We would have loved to play it. Um, we we uh, are kind of in shambles right now. I'm putting things back together. Right but on. that's that's in the, in the works. So uh, hopefully real soon we'll be focusing on some recordings and then right back to playing some shows. Nice. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, that, you, you know, even though we couldn't do that, you could come down and spin awesome music for us you're an awesome dj i uh, love i love your soul and rb stuff and uh just uh, you're all over the place too you spin punk rock yeah whatever you, know, you want you know i was talking to a couple of the guys out there and i was like you know the majority of the time when i do spin it's specifically a lot hip-hop or reggae or mm-hmm. soul mm-hmm. and i was like i brought i brought a little bit of soul stuff tonight more independent stuff than like hits or anything like mm-hmm. that yeah but it's it's cool to play something like this because i do got a lot of like old school hardcore records and just like all a lot of local stuff I might throw some nick ramirez in there <laughs> those don't know about my records they don't know i, do. what I put out a record so yeah you that, we might it. hear a little bit of nick on the, <laughs> on the on the airwaves tonight awesome yeah it would be nice to have some local mixed in with uh you know some of the greats and yeah yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It was fun to actually pick out records today, thinking specifically that I wanted to highlight not only local people, but local people who don't get the highlight. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be some. Yeah, and you. How long have you been in Reno? You know, the my Lyft driver just asked me that. I think twenty three years. Yeah, so you've known a lot of Reno bands. Because you were playing right from the start, right? Mud Sharks Well, the the funny part is I started playing in Reno before I lived in Reno. Because I came here playing the Reno Jazz Festival when I was in high school. And I met some dudes and started jamming, and that's who turned into Barbecued Salad. Oh, shit, Barbecued Salad with the best name ever. So I was playing in Reno when I was 16 years old. Jeff Moser in that? Yes. Jeff and... Dion, tall Dion that used to own the, the cigar shop. Oh, from the Atomics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swinging on a on a Friday night. Dion, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. Yep. Barbecue salad. Who else was in there? Was oh, Bob true. Conrad in that? Bob wasn't, but Bob was a fixture, and Bob was. We we were all getting down with each other back. He's when he was in Zoinks, right? Yes, Zoinks. exactly. And oh man, I can't believe I didn't bring a Zoinks record. I'm messing up. Oh shit. We'll <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that out. <laughs> we'll let Bob know that. No, it's all right. I love you, Bob. <laughs> love you, bud. Well, JT, man, I can't wait to hear your set, and th- just want to thank you for being here on our 500th episode. Yeah, thank you, man, and congratulations to you guys for killing it for so long. Ladies and gentlemen, can I get your attention back here up to the stage? 
As you know, I am your host and bus driver, the Reverend Rory Dowd. Oh, security? <laughs> um, I'm, again, I want to say thank you all for being here tonight. Thank you to Heterophobia for that killer fucking set. That was some good stuff right there. They are one of the hottest bands in town. Please check them out anytime you see them on a flyer. Um, so as the bus driver of the podcast, it's been my pleasure and my honor to work with my other co-hosts and the techs on the show for the last 13, 12 years. This is our 13th season, but 12 fucking years. Um, it's really amazing that we've been able to keep a group project going on for 12 years. I don't know how many of you have worked on group project in school, but I was ready for those to be done in three weeks, much less 12 fucking years. Um, so as the bus driver, I got some awards for my friends. And I'd like to call them up to the stage. Uh, first, I'm gonna give myself an award. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I am the most adequate bus driver. Adequate. Let's see, uh, Ian. Ian Laughlin. Once an intern, but now the very best laugh on the show, my friends. The very best laugh. And one of the best, best production assistants we, we excuse me, associate producers we could ever hope for. P-A-A-P, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, Webmaster, Lord Strice. Are you in the room? Well, I would like to, oh shit, I broke his trophy. Nobody tell him that I broke his perfect attendance award. I'm gonna glue it together and give it to him at Dungeons and Dragons tomorrow. That is not a joke. I did not break, check, 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 I didn't touch the mic, check, check, hey, there we go, all right, uh, Chewy, Chewy, come up on stage, Chewy has been with us, Chewy was part of the first iteration of the show. And I would like to give Chewy the award for the best sportscaster on a music podcast. <laughs> he does a fantastic job of relating to us all the names of players of various baseball and football teams throughout the years. I don't know any of them. Uh, the newest member of our team, Anna. Anna Mouse. Anna just recently earned her name on the show. If, you, if you're not familiar with the show, you have to earn your name. 
and Anna just got hers, but I have given her an award for being the quietest podcaster I have ever met in my life. (laughs) She asked the best questions, though. Dog water motherfucking dick. Dog water dick, my hetero homo life mate for this entire century and one of my best friends I have ever made on this rock we're spinning through space on. I have given him an award for being the hardest working engineer with the word hardest in quotes, if you know what I mean. Let's have a post-show meeting in Studio B. That's number two. We could not do this show without his house and his love and his stuff. (laughs) Oh, Kim. My favorite and the person I argue with the most all the time. Kim, you have been such an important part of this show. I cannot think of a time when you weren't part of the show, but obviously you weren't uh, for like a big, uh, like you've made the show so much better. Like our show is quantifiably better because of Kim's voice of reason. And that's the award I have given Kim. The voice of reason on the Worst Little Podcast. I love you so much, and thank you for being a part of our family. And finally, finally, I have an award for the man who I do everything with. He was part of my wedding. We're in a band together. He's given me a couple of really nice back rubs. Mr. Nick Ramirez! You may have heard of him before. He kind of does everything. Nick's been in a dozen bands that you've gotten drunk to. He makes art. He has lovely children and a beautiful wife. And he is the most improved on the show as I hand to him right now the keys to the bus. Nick is now the main host on the podcast as I am more of an editorial role, and he's doing a bang-up job. And I remember in the first season, Nick would have been mortified to have a whole show hanging on his shoulders. Nick hated speaking in front of crowds at Mary Anarchy. He always made me do it. And Nick, now you are so fucking good at everything you do. So I'd like to turn the mic over to you right now. I love you all. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, Rev. My best friend. Besides my wife, of course. You guys, before we get to Elephant Rifle, the amazing, awesome Elephant Rifle, if you want to check out an early episode of Worst Little Podcast, Elephant Rifle is on season two or three or something. And... um, we're just happy to have him back on episode 500. You know, you guys, you got to get a T-shirt. I don't have it on. I was going to. You got to get a T. 
Look, you got to get a worse little podcast teacher. You got to get some patches. You got to get some buttons. Um, look, I'm super happy to be the um, be leading the host now. Being the fr- first chair is what we call it, right? If I can't make it, you know who's first chair? I think it's Chewy or Cadillac Kim is in line for first chair when I can't be there. So you guys get ready. Uh, Worst Little Podcast would like to thank our listeners, number one, all our guests who come on the show, our Patreon members, you rule, all right, Reno News and Review, this is Reno, John Waters, Kevin Smith, MC Chris, Bobby Slayton, Don and Mike, Howard Stern, Mark Marin, Terry Gross, Ira Glass, last podcast on the left, Zombo, Max Volume, Jamie Woodham, our new girl, Tom Gordon, Roman Dowd, Rick Sergeant Baker, Spencer Kilpatrick, Nico Columbant, Wayne Wright, and the Reno Tahoe Comedy crew, Jess Danger, Fresh Bacon, Rocky Horror, the city of Reno, all the music makers and artists from this town, our fellow podcasters, Eric Foreman, Sticker Guy, Larry Cooper and Fuel, Mary Anarchy Productions, the Reno Punk Rock Flea Market, Jub Jubs, The Shames, Peaky Polanski, Aversion Therapy for their uh, theme song, uh, Evan Humphreys, anyone, anyone who sent us a dollar to say their name, Thank you. Uh, We want to thank each other because we count on each other. Every member counts on every member of the Worst Little Podcast. Lord Strice, Dogwater Dick. Uh, Let's see. We got Lord Strice. He's the webmaster. Rick Dogwater Dick Spagnola, engineer, host, and producer. The Reverend Rory Dowd. Host, blogger, editor, and producer. Nick Ramirez, host and blogger, photo and producer. Josh Chewy Martin, host and producer. Cadillac Kim Culp, uh, host, co-producer, and former intern. Ian Laughlin, host, assistant engineer, co-producer, and former intern. Anna Mouse Hammond, uh, co-host, production assistant, photos, and former intern. All the interns who came and went, thank you. And our new intern, Percy, see you on Monday. Thank you to our families and you guys and all our friends. Worst Little Podcast, 100 years. Let's hear it for another 500. Percy, don't be late. All right, so coming up next, we've kind of got a big deal here. You haven't seen him for a minute, but there. One of your favorite fucking bands in town. Shut up. Shut up, Ryan. Shut shut the fuck up, Ryan. God damn it. Security. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you one of my favorite oiled and hairy bands in town. <laughs> Elephant Rival!
to the Worst Little Podcast. It is amazing that they've recorded 500 episodes and Rory is just as full of shit as he was on the first one. 
It's an achievement. Fun fact, one of the first times I remember hanging out with Rory, and it was a long time ago, we were smoking a joint outside of the Straight Edge show. So much fun, so great. Really excited to play with them as always. I love a dance party after playing. Hell yeah, right? One of my favorite things. Podcasting from the green room at Cypress Music Hall in Midtown Reno. It's Nick again, and now I'm with um, Brad Bynum from Elephant Rifle. Hi, Hi, Brad. Hey, Nick. Thanks for coming and being our headliner at this special event. Dude, we are really excited to be here. We are really excited to be a part of the event. Uh, really appreciate the podcast and which guys have managed to maintain that level of longevity is just Yeah, did you it think some work, man? Did you think when you first came on and, and played your album Hunk for us that, that we would still be going all these years later? Uh, well we didn't play Hunk, we played Teenage Lover. So it was oh, like, that's right. It, it was like it was like it was an E P, yeah. Didn't it was even a get that right. That's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was I mean Yeah, I did because you guys have, um, you know, the tenacity of the cockroach kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, you know, at a certain point you do stuff, and we're the same way, and it's, a, it's something that I admire and appreciate in you and appreciate in, like, you know, the guys I get to work with and stuff that um, I can get closer if I'm not loud enough. Um, but, like, you know, you, at a certain point you do this shit not because you're going to be making a huge amount of money on it, but that it needs to be done for, <laughs> for your own sake, if nobody else's, you know. It's yeah, I like, think we figured out after we were doing <clears throat> it that this needs to be done. Nobody's yeah. archiving all these bands. Yeah. And well, and I, for, for me personally, I appreciate it because, you know, it's like I did that for a long time with the, with the Reno News and Review. Right, you did. And I, and I, you know, and I wrote about music for, for decades and um, and not decades, but more than a decade. Um, and, you know, and, and the role of the alt-weekly newspaper to, like, help document the local art and music mm-hmm. scene and, like, what was happening, like, culturally in the town. I mean, we took that really seriously for a long time and did that for a long time, and it was a big part of my life. And, you know, and, and it's it's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard not to get burned out. It's hard not to get too, like, jaded, you know? And um, so I – but, but you know, like, if you were to write about, like, if somebody were to decide to make a documentary about, uh, you know, Reno music in the 2000s, I don't know why they would, but if somebody decided they wanted to, the Reno News and Re- Review would be, like – one of the primary documents that they would need for that, right? Absolutely. And well, but even I, in the '90s. Yeah, you know, or like even go back to the '90s. 90s yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, um, and and uh, but I do feel like subsequently, since you know the and the news review is still going and kicking in a slightly different form. It's down to it's down to a monthly. It's got a different editorial team than it did when I was there. Um, and I, I've contributed a little bit when I've been able to, but um, but. Like subsequently, with changes of technology and changes in format and stuff, I think it's important that you guys are doing what you're doing to help 
maintain some of that continuity. Yeah, if somebody yeah. were to do something for the last like for the last decade, mm. your guys' podcast would be like one of the primary sources. You know what I mean? Like we'd yeah. be like, okay, who were some of the bands and what were some of the connections and what were some of the things that were happening in the town mm. around that time? And you know, and there's a lot of overlap between what we're doing at the paper and what you guys are doing. But right. I, I, I think that that sort of continuity of, of of documentation for what's happening in the culture of a community mm. is super fucking important. Yeah. Um, and um, so I, I really appreciate that you guys are, are still doing the podcast and uh, really excited to be a part of it. And yeah, and I, I didn't mean to discount all your work with the uh, with the News and Review. That's oh no, I didn't take it the, that way at all. One of our proudest things is we're three time winner of the News and yeah, Review yeah. best podcast. Yeah, no, um, I know, I love that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and um and uh, yeah, and I didn't I didn't mean that I didn't take that as a burn at burn at us or or mean it the other way. I just I think it's great. I think it's a great like it's like a it's like a like a cousin kind of relationship you yeah know? it's a companion piece they could yeah. read about a band in the news and review and then go look them up on our podcast and listen yeah. to their performance yeah or their tapes or whatever we do for that show that day yeah um but watching you guys go from teenage lover to hunk uh and you just got signed recently uh well the yeah new album yeah coming out. that um we're working with a new label called, it's not a new label, it's a new, new for us label called uh, Learning Curve Records, and they're based in um, Minneapolis, and we've got a new record coming out uh, this spring, which is called Broken Water, um, which I'm really proud of it. We recorded it up in Nevada City um, with Tim Green, who's been recording a lot of uh, Reno bands and stuff lately, but he was in... Um, uh, the Nation of Ulysses, classic sort oh, of man. Washington D.C. punk band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he was also. I saw them once with uh, Fugazi. Oh no, shit, that's awesome. That's awesome, Bill. Um, yeah, so that Nation of Ulysses, he was in that. He was a guitar player in that band, and then he was in that band, The Fucking Champs, for a long time. I don't know them. Uh, they're awesome. The really Fucking Champs. Fucking. The Fucking Champs. The Fucking Champs. It's <laughs> awesome. It's sort of like instrumental metal, like music nerd uh, metal. Um, but like super powerful, um, and just, and Tim is just an amazing guy. Um, and his studio is this really beautiful place and we record, we recorded, um, honk there too. And, um, it's a really great place to go record and he's a great guy to work with. And we had, you know, it was fun cause this record, uh, that we just, that's coming out in, in May, April or May, um, it's, it's like totally a pandemic record in the sense that like it was songs that we've never played live. You know, so we're, it was stuff that was newly written that was written, like, you know, so we kind of got to explore some other aspects of our musical personality. I mean, there's still some fun, heavy, ripping punk stuff, but there's also some, uh, you know, more acoustic guitar, more piano, uh, some songs that were a little bit more, like, not folky necessarily, but a little bit more in that kind of direction. Wow. Uh, and some, like, some like uh, there's a really extended, like, psychedelic song. There's, like a lot of different kind of musical textures. I mean, we played a lot of different instruments on it. And um, and, and then, so I'm really, really proud of the record and excited for people to hear it. And it's great that we're working with this label, Learning Curve, that's putting it out for us. Uh, and then uh, they're doing the vinyl and then No List Records, which is based in Canada, they're doing the tapes. Um, and so we got two different labels doing it and helping us promote. And um, and then that Learning Curve record, uh, Records, they do a big music festival in Minneapolis that's coming up in May too. So we're gonna be able to tour that and play this festival, which is... Rad. Um, called Catterwall, and so we're real excited about playing that and getting to do some touring on this stuff, and it's it's great. Sounds like a good year for you guys. I'm, after a couple of, of, like I was telling you, right. we were walking in, it's like, you know, with the pandemic, 
you know, you realize how special it is to be able to get to do music, mm-hmm. you know, and like that it's a real privilege. And I feel really privileged to get to make music with the guys that I get to play with. I mean, they're really amazing musicians and mm-hmm. really great uh, friends. And, you know, the, the collaboration and the, 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 the teamwork that goes into making music together is really special. And you realize what a like sacred thing that is mm-hmm. um, when you don't get it, you know, and, yeah. and like and not getting in a place. I mean, because we, we went over two years without playing a show because we were really good. I mean, we got kids and stuff. So it's like we were all really good about like not going out uh, during the pandemic and stuff. And and, you know, and, and not getting to play shows and not getting to spend time um, working on music with your friends. And you realize what a privilege and what an honor and what a special and sacred thing that is to be able to do. And, and I, you know, I feel really I'm way more appreciative of that now after not getting to do it for a while. And I'm, so I'm really excited about this year and the things that we're going to get to do um, and the record we got coming out. And also really excited, I mean, just for tonight and be able to, you know, help you guys celebrate and to be like these things that, you know, whether it's a podcast or bands or, you know, the newspaper or whatever that we do, these things are, are, are special and they're important and they're part of the lifeblood of a community. And we need to honor them and recognize them and, and, and treat them as, as something that's like sacred and special agreed agreed totally so i mean so we, we are cut from the same cloth sir as far yeah. as like devotion to the, the the reno music scene and yeah and um and it just like it's fun when you go watch it like when i went to seattle like watching that all from an outsider's view and just being like, oh, this is great to go to see shows and stuff. And then eventually you're like, I want to play. Shows. Yeah. And that's going to be the end of our interview. <laughs> All right. It was nice talking to you, Brad. You too, Nick. Man. Thanks again for having us. All right. And thanks to each and every one of you for being here.
and stickers and merchandise and free hugs, free stickers, or both.
Thank you all for coming to this event. It means a lot to all of us. And uh, all for listening and, and, and you Patreon members, the bands, and DJ Stacks of Wax. <laughs>